0: Do you aspire to become a responsible leader? How do you see yourself now as a young man? Learning from challenges is one thing, but getting opportunities is another. If you're a young man who wants to learn about personal growth, life lessons, and leadership, tune in to Essential 11, Shaping
1: Leaders Among Leaders. So we got these schools, and then um, we have... You know, Tim Kennedy and I um, were just going, man. These schools are great, but we want to have good men pouring into our young men. You know, we really need that more than ever, uh, and so that's what we've got here: young men from around the world who are committed to being the leaders uh, that this world needs, and and get to connect with rad guys like you every single week, man. So it's an honor to have you here. I think we're.
0: Hey, I'm sorry. I'm not sure what's happening. I'm going to try to find a new spot. No worries, man. The, uh, I'm at the U.S. Nationals in Las Vegas for wrestling. I'm coaching some guys here, so. Oh, I'm, that's uh, awesome. I'm sorry for not being in the best setting, but You're I'm trying to move
1: over. No worries, man. No, that's awesome. Dude, I was talking to uh, uh, Faber yesterday. Is he out? Is that where he's at?
0: Yeah, yeah. He just competed um, yesterday in the uh, Veterans Division, so. That's I right. think he made the finals. Pretty cool
1: that's awesome man that's very cool yeah he's out there and and, uh i know clay's out there and danny uh castillo's out there uh so that's cool man got a bunch of my buddies out there yeah that's awesome good stuff that's awesome man so um no man it's all good and if it if it keeps cutting you know if it cuts out just let me know whatever we got to do um yeah so you know so tim you know tim and i put this program together for these young guys to take 12 months and just get after it man and just you know be the leaders that we need um i think you you know you're somebody who is a prime example not just of you know it's not just your accomplishments on the map man it's your who you are as a human being you know if by all intents and purposes from what I can see you're a really good human and uh, a good man and that's you know even more important man so I appreciate it
0: yeah absolutely you know I think that uh just hearing you say that that's such a you know big compliment to me because I think that I pride myself a lot more on my character than my you know accomplishments in athletics and you know, those, those things are great. And we obviously work hard to achieve our goals. But I think at the end of the day, uh, you know, my character and who I am as a person and, you know, my, what I value is so much uh, more important than that. But yeah, that means a lot to me.
1: Yes, sir. No, I appreciate that so much. And that's, that's exactly it. So, you know, if you don't mind me asking, so where do you think that foundational understanding that belief, because I I wholeheartedly believe that as well. um, Where was that kind of ingrained? in you do you bring that back to kind of your parents and the the upbringing was it wrestling was a little bit of both like where did that come from for you
0: definitely started with my parents um growing up my dad was a, a wrestling coach and my grandpa was a wrestling coach too and so you know that being involved in sports was kind of ingrained in me from a young age and i think that uh just having good role models and good leaders through that the first one being my my dad was such a just a great, you know, experience for me because I got really good technical advice and, you know, he pushed me and stuff, but it was also something where just being in a sport like wrestling, you have to learn a lot about yourself through those, uh, the tough, uh, situations and being willing to, you know, not give up. And sometimes you get tossed on your back. You got to fight off your back. That's just the way that it works. and it's just kind of the nature of the sport. And so having so many experiences through that taught me a lot about myself. And it was always lessons learned um, for me, for the most part, (laughs) through losses more than wins because I'm a little hard headed, but, uh, yeah, you know, um, just growing up, having great role models, great example. in my dad, who was the head coach of a high school team and having to not only help kids become good wrestlers, but more than that, like most of these guys, aren't going to compete at a college level or professional level. So just trying to help them become better people and, the impact that he had on a lot of guys that I was able to see was like so substantial. And that motivated me a lot. Just, you know, not only seeing guys have successes because he's coached tons of state champions and national champions, state championship teams, but also just like seeing guys that were like, not a, not like a super successful wrestler who come back after they graduate high school and just say how much they learned from my dad and how much they loved him and how much they like valued that relationship. That was, just like such a cool thing for me. And then obviously, once I graduated high school, going to Penn State, um, I had some amazing, amazing coaches and teammates that were such good examples for me uh, coming up. And yeah, that's that's always been a relationship that's been really important to me, that coach-athlete relationship and somebody that I look to not only for advice in competition, but just in life and how to handle myself and carry myself. And um, yeah, I've, I've had so many great examples and awesome people that have been willing to pour into me. So at some point when I'm done competing
1: that's what I'm going to look to do as well totally no that's awesome man and that's one of the best things about um, I think sports in general but specifically combat sports right is it is such a microcosm of life there are so many metaphorical lessons there having those great mentors having to deal with those losses right it's it's that metaphorical hero's journey the ups and the downs and um having to you know rise from the ashes kind of stuff you know and having good mentors along the way that then gives you these gifts to then want to come back and share with the world right and keep that cycle going it is joseph campbell's hero's journey it's exactly that you know it's oh 100 percent. that's so cool man so who are who you know as you're going to now, like i guess give these guys a background too because i know what you're doing now you know obviously you were one of the best wrestler's Penn State has has ever had and um, you yeah, a phenomenal collegiate career um but you're you're still going man um and and the Olympic trials and mixed martial arts and so give these guys a you know update on what you're doing now and maybe who some of the mentors are that you have right now
0: yeah absolutely um, so right now currently I'm I'm full-time MMA so I'm just training uh every, well every day I'll be in the morning um Working my striking, my jujitsu and stuff, and then normally I go and work out in the afternoons with Penn State still. So fortunately, I was able to start a gym in state college and um, stay local to where I was in school and be able to continue my MMA journey there rather than having to move to Florida or California or wherever. So I've been very fortunate and blessed to be able to stay where I'm at and continue training. And so yeah, basically right now um, I'm just looking to develop an MMA and. I have a, my pro debut will be June 3rd. So I had two amateur fights late last year. And then, um, I'll be making my first pro fight here in, uh, in about five weeks. And yeah, I'm super excited about it. Um, my plan is to be full-time MMA from here on out. So I'm still going to be training wrestling. Obviously that's such an important aspect of the sport, but I don't plan on competing in wrestling anymore. Um, just I'll be coaching and helping out the Penn state guys and and doing what I can and, and staying sharp there, obviously. But I'm all in with with mixed martial arts, and so, you know, after this fight, I would like to, you know, get a few more fights and eventually be uh, in the UFC, be UFC champ. So that's what I'm focused on. And uh, nice. yeah, you know, as far as my my mentors right now, um, the gym that I was able to build is an American Top Team gym, and one of the guys that I met through uh, ATT is a guy named Mike Brown, who oh, yeah. is an amazing coach. Yeah, he's had you know been been a world champion, has tons of experience, and one of the one of the best coaches in the world, if not the best coach in my opinion, and so just being able to learn from him and um, try to, you know, gather information that you know he's had so much experience, and for me now, you know, just starting my career, he's been giving me a lot of wisdom and,
1: and helped me a ton so cool man that's awesome yeah mike is is absolutely a legend in the sport um you know phenomenal phenomenal fighter and, and uh you know po- if possible even a, even a better coach you know potentially yeah he is he's a stud that's super exciting man who are you fighting for on uh, on the third
0: yeah so it'll be um icon fights it's a it's a smaller organization but it'll be streamed on ufc fight pass and so for me the goal is uh to be in the UFC, you know, wh- whether I get there in a year or two years or three, you know, that that's where I'm headed. So, you know, until then, it, it, there's a lot up in the air. But, you know, for me, that's the premier promotion. And that's where I, I see
1: myself. That's so great, man. That's awesome, man. I love that. Um, an American top team is just a, uh, you know, it's a whole cadre of just really, really good guys. In fact, a couple of weeks ago, we had our first live uh, event where these young guys flew in from all over the world and they flew out here to uh, I'm in the Asheville, North Carolina area. They flew out here and we went to American Top Team Asheville uh, and they put us through the ringer for a couple hours, man. It was, it was rad. It was great Um, and, and got these guys on the mats, man, and they got after it. So it was good stuff. That's awesome. That's very cool. So, you know, you, you've had it's it's interesting man we'll have uh you know we got a mentor that's on every week and some of these guys are you know they'll be navy seals right or they'll be ceos of whatever or will they'll be you know actors and comedians and and musicians and come from all these different backgrounds one of the i won't say uh i guess it's a it's kind of a prevailing theme is kind of what you alluded to you know some of these losses now yours you know you're talking maybe potentially on the wrestling mat. some of these guys it's like a life thing where it's like, man, I really messed this up and I went to jail or I messed this up and my marriage went south and I had to reinvent myself or that I lost the business. And I had to reinvent myself right and there's kind of that whole theme, have you been able to um, kind of avoid big mistakes because of putting your 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 energy and your focus on something so positive, the majority of the time, Um, has there or has there been anything that's kind of kicked you in the butt as well.
0: yeah you know I think that. It definitely helps when, uh, when you devote all of your, your time and energy to being elite at your craft, you know, like for me, that was, that was wrestling for over 20 years. And that was what I spent my time on. What, if I had, you know, extra energy, extra anything, like it went into that, you know, everything (laughs) that I had went into the sport. And so that definitely protects you a bit. Like, it's almost like you get, uh, sheltered a little bit. Yeah. Um not that it's not tough, but it's it's you know the worst thing that's going to happen to you is losing a match, you know, getting taken down like in the grand scheme of things in life, like that's not that big a deal. Holy right? Man. It might seem like yeah. it and it it did seem like it for a long time for me. Um it seemed as though like this was everything and you know from the time I was probably 8 10 years old all the way through, you know, probably halfway through my college career, like if I lost that was like Devastating, you know, it, it would like literally bring me to like depression, you know, when I so my freshman year um, at the NCAA tournament, I made the finals of the tournament. And I had a guy in the finals that i had beat seven or eight times, never lost to him. And he actually he upset me and he beat me in the final. So I took second as a freshman and my goal coming in to college was to be a four time national champion. And um, that was that was it for me. You know, that was everything that I had. And so going uh, from, um, you know, making the finals, having a match that, you know, in my mind was a relatively easy match, a match that I, I, I should win and, and getting upset that like really brought me down. Like, yeah. you know, that was like months of like, just not wanting to, to do anything. And just like having nightmares, like waking up in the middle of the night, like dreaming, like that I was like, I'd lost again, or, or sometimes even worse, I would like dream that I won the match and wake up and have to be like, Oh no, Aww. you didn't win that match. Like brutal, devastating. Like it was really tough. So, you know, th- that lesson in-, in itself, I think it-, it, to me had the same effect as something, you know, traumatic happening in your life yeah. when in reality, like it's really not, you know, it's an athletic competition, but it immensely had that effect on me. And so I think being able to learn from those experiences yeah. has helped me a lot in real life in understanding like myself, understanding yeah what is real trial what is real struggle yeah. and I'll, and also like having a lot of gratitude you know because cool. at, at the same time while I do work hard and, and put everything I have into being the best I can be in my sport you know there's people out there on the front lines fighting for our country every single day there's there's people that are you know giving their lives for that and, and there you know, there's people that are you know have have cancer and are fighting fighting that or you know their battles are much much tougher than mine and so it provides me a, a really solid foundation of gratitude and that um you know i get to pursue a sport for my career and i have you know a healthy body and i think that's where everything starts for me nowadays where i, I really have a foundation of gratitude and being able to do what i do and um you know it doesn't mean that I'm less motivated or anything like that it just actually motivates me more because i have this solid foundation of appreciation for everything that god's gifted me in life
1: totally man and that's a i mean such a perspective thing and that's a it's a wisdom that only comes through some sort of trial and, and tribulation right i mean that's that's part of that you had to have you know arguably had to have that to gain the gratitude perspective that you've got now right because it allowed you to go ahead and put that in perspective and go okay it's that's really not a big deal, even though it hit me so hard. I guess, in the grand scheme of things it's not if that if you had just won that I mean you may never have learned that that lesson, you know, and I think that's a phenomenal thing, how did you like the mental side of that, how did you pull yourself out of that out of that funk. yeah
0: yeah You know that was it was tough and it took me a while, because at that time I, I, I was 20 years old. Um, I hadn't really had a lot of like trials in my life. I hadn't really had a lot of tough situations to face. Like the toughest situation was losing a wrestling match. So, you know, to, um, be in that situation, I didn't really know what to do. And so not knowing what to do, I just decided to throw myself back into what I was pursuing. And I said, okay, I can't be a four-time national champion, but guess what? I got three years left. So I'm going to quit crying about it and I'm going to go back to work and you know, all I got is what's in front of me And the past. What's in the past is in the past. I have no control over that. And so, you know, I'm just going to put my, pour myself into what I'm doing now. And it was really interesting because when I did that, I improved so much, but I think I was still missing the point. And it was kind of funny because, so I went that whole next year. So what, what I end up deciding to do is I was at 174 pounds as a freshman. And I was like, all right, what's like a big challenge for me. So I decided the biggest challenge that I could give myself is to bump up to 184 pounds. So up 10 pounds in weight. And that weight class was the most stacked weight class in the country. So there was two defending uh, or a two-time defending national champ at the weight who was the number one pound-for-pound pound guy in the country. He hadn't lost in 70 matches. He had a 70-match win streak. And then there was like seven or eight other guys that were just really solid. Plus the kid who beat me in the finals uh, this past year, I'd moved up two. So there are actually two national champions. Plus there had to be like eight or nine other all Americans. So, um, just a stacked weight. And I was like, if if, I I just need the challenge. So like, I'm going to do the hardest thing I can. So I'm bumping up here and I get, and the entire time I'm visualizing in my head that I'm going to wrestle this Goliath, you know, two time national champion in the finals of the, uh, of the NCAA It's going to be the last match. It's going to be hype. And that's what we're going to do. So. Fast forward, I get there, I'm in the situation, I'm wrestling the guy I expected to in the finals. I've had a killer season and my mind, I've done so much visualization and, you know, so I've, I've lived this moment so many times already that it's the only match in my career where that I went on the mat and I had zero fear and zero, there was zero possibility I was gonna lose the match. Like, let, I'll just put it that way. Like, you yeah. know, anytime you, anytime you come up with, to a challenge, like, you always have thoughts of oh, what if this goes wrong or what if that goes wrong or what if I lose or what if this happens? I can't explain it. But for that match, there was nothing like it was only good, only positive. There was no way I was going to lose. It was so weird. And especially because it was the biggest challenge of my career that thus far. He was the best guy I had ever wrestled. And so, you know, <sighs> I win the match and uh, it was a close match, but it was just like, there was no way I was going to lose. So I ended up, I ended up taking him out. I ended up winning the nationals. And it was like, Elation. It felt like uh, I had righted all these wrongs, and you know, like everything in my life was now good, and like I had done this thing that I had set myself out to do, and it just like felt amazing. And you know, that night I got to spend it with my friends and family, teammates and coaches, and it was just like the best feeling for me. And you know, then we travel back the next day, and it wears off a little bit, and then like five days later, it's like wore off like for the most part, and then by at the time a week had gone by, I was like, what's next? Like On to the next thing, like, you know, that felt great, but it doesn't really give me that, like that, that good feeling anymore. It kind of wore off. And that was when I really figured out a lot about myself and a lot about life in general, because being able to juxtapose those and compare those situations, one being the lowest, of low, not being able to achieve my goal and just having that, having, having not hit the mark that I was aiming for. And then the other side working so hard and achieving this incredible thing that really nobody besides myself and maybe a couple of my close friends and coaches thought I could do, um, being able to compare those back to back and back to back seasons, I was like, you know what, man? Like that's, they're not that different from each other. You know, like there's one situation where I lost and guess what, that feeling wore off. It took a little longer, you know, sometimes the losses stick with us for longer, but guess what, the win, felt good and it wore off too. And that just taught me a lot about like who I am and like what my identity is. You know, my identity, it's not in wins and losses anymore. And up until that point in my life, it 100% was all about winning and losing. And now I know like for me, my identity lies in uh, my faith in God and um, my my foundation of gratitude and appreciation for everything that God's given me in life and, you know, that was just like, I had to learn from the lowest, low, and the highest high. That's just kind of, I guess, the type of person I am, where I'm a little extreme in that if I'm going for something, I'm 100% all in. And so I had to, I think God put that lesson and, and in my life because I had to feel the lowest low, and the highest high to know that like, he's always there and he's sustaining and He's he's here for me in both those situations. And both of them are just me learning about myself and him in my life more than you know trying to achieve a goal or trying to win or win or or, or lose
1: so good you guys that's profound that it is that is uh, um i don't think most people i think a lot of people do you know they'll they'll have their lows and they'll have their highs but they don't have the self-awareness to understand about themselves that like you said both of those things wear off and you have no choice but to go okay what's next and so then the perspective that you bring to that, you know, whether you're going to do it from a victim mentality or just a gratitude mentality, right, is, is what's going to matter. Like, you've got to have that moving forward and, and you know, to acknowledge that God's there, putting that, um, you know, in front of you is a, is a big deal, man. That's so rad. Um, I want to ask you one more. I've got one more question in particular. Gentlemen, I want you to go ahead and put your hands up um, real quick if you have some questions for, for Mr. Nickel, too, but... Um, you know, so on, on the faith component of that, um, you know, I love that you're able to, that you, that you put that out there and that you lead with that and that you're, you know, has that always been a part of the journey for you? Is that a familial thing too, or is that something you, you walked into?
0: So, um, uh, my, my journey with my faith, it definitely started with my family. Um, you know, I, I've gone to, gone to church and, and done that since I was a young kid and, you know, just having my. A good example in my parents of people that just brought me to there was a great start but but um i really didn't take my faith seriously and make it my own until my senior high school and i was uh, when i was 18 and you know at that point i had decided that that's something that i value on my own without just having my parents you know take me to church like i was like this is something i want to do and and i made the choice to uh be baptized and at that moment i was like this is my foundation you know through through thick and thin whatever it is like this is what i'm going to go back to and that's uh just based on myself my own experiences and so i started uh studying scripture studying the bible and and putting a lot more time and effort into the uh, my relationship with god and um Yeah, since then, that's you know, it's always been a part of my life. But since I was eighteen, it's been a a conscious decision that I made, um, where I took my faith into my own responsibility.
1: Super cool, man. That's awesome. I love that. Um, And
0: you have now taken the step to becoming a great leader of tomorrow. Join the Apogee program by visiting www.apogeestrong.com. For inquiries, contact us. 916-728-0606 or email matt at apogeestrong.com Thank you for listening to Essential 11 Shaping Leaders Among Leaders Stay tuned for more episodes